Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Gillian C., and you're listening to the RPG Show. Listen up. See you in Kobe. Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the RPG Show. Uh, I'm your host Nick, and today I'm joined by Kevin. <clears throat> hey, how's it going? Um, we would be joined by Travis, but he said he was gonna maybe show up tonight, but I guess he never did, and uh, he didn't play the game really anyway. So it's not like we're gonna be missing much, except for him just being, I guess, angry about the game. Yeah. Um, he he uh, noped out on this one too. Which is it's fine. I I under I totally understand this. This game was uh, it's it was a hard game to get through. It definitely was. Like it started off, to me at least, started off like promising, and then it quickly just like uh, fell into like the fucking Grand Canyon. Like it <laughs> took such a sharp dip of quality. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, you can uh, see like where they ha- like. I felt like they all they got done was like their initial like this is what the game could like the start off and then and then they never developed more after that. You know what I mean? It's just like this is the initial first couple stages and now this is the game. Yeah. Like well, I guess we should mention the game. It should be in the title of the podcast, but uh this is Exist Exist Archive, the other side of the sky. Um and evidently it didn't have a huge budget, but I guess Trice is being I guess stricken of resources. I don't know. Like I feel like the quality of their games has gone down a lot uh, over the years. And this is just, I guess, another hail mary to try to get relevant in the studio that they're owned by or whatever. Like I don't know. I guess they're owned by Square or something. I don't really know their history. Um, and then like they're relegated to some just some side studio that does random shit. Maybe I don't know if they're even independent anymore. Not quite sure. Uh, but. Yeah, it's like they so they pretty much like reused assets. There's like four different dungeon types, and like you play the same, like you're going through the same screens every single dungeon. It feels like you're like, oh, I've been in here before. I guess before we get into the to premise or anything, we can uh, go over what we've been playing and all that stuff. Yeah, work our way into this shit show. <sighs> uh, I wouldn't say it's a shit show, but. It's definitely not the worst game we played for the show. Definitely not the worst game I've ever played in my life. No, but to, it's, not it's, a... not, it's not about. Uh, t- it's not terrible. It's just so monotonous and boring. But uh, well, like 
it's unfortunate that like Trice has like one of their hallmarks is to make you have to play the game like fifty fucking times to experience everything. Uh, so like, uh, that applies for like Starship Two, like Starship Three, Starship Four. I don't know about five, uh, but like Infinite Undiscovery, like pretty much every game they have, they're like, yeah, you beat the game once and get a new game plus, and then you unlock more shit to do, and et cetera, et cetera. And like. This game follows that, but they don't have the budget to like make it actually interesting every time you play because it's barely interesting the first time you play. Yeah. So they really like they really shut the bit on that. Yeah. I mean, you but, can you could probably run through this game probably twenty hours if you just ran through it. You know, like not try to. Oh yeah. Like just not. You could probably avoid like most enemies because I don't. I don't remember how leveling works at this point. Like. Oh yeah, I mean it's normal leveling. Like you yeah, fight dudes, you get experience. But what, uh, yeah. like, what I did is I got the XP up, and I just kind of like over leveled and then ran through shit. Yeah, but uh, I guess uh, so. You want to tell everybody what you've been playing then? Uh, so after I beat this, um, shoot, what have I been playing? You go first. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. <laughs> well, I started playing this in January, like because I was like, all right, we'll be playing this next. Uh, it'll be great. I got like 30 hours into it and like nobody else was playing this because like you were playing I think Cyberpunk or something. Yeah, I was playing Cyberpunk. Uh, yeah. Like Travis was playing something else and I'm like, fuck it. I guess I'll play something while I'm waiting for everybody to play this. And we were like, pr- like putting on uh, Finding Paradise and Bird Story and shit for some reason. Like I guess I just nobody wanted to play that shit. Um, so I was playing uh, Dragon Quest uh, Heroes 2 for a while. Um, and then I started playing Yakuza 5, and uh, by the time, like, I had gotten, like, two hours in Yakuza 5, and you're like, oh, I'm done with Exist Archive, and I was like, holy shit, when, like, when did you even play? <laughs> like, okay, I, I guess I, I gotta get back to Exist Archive, and, like, it was, I was struggling because I was really into Yakuza 5, so I ended up putting, like, 50 hours into Yakuza 5 before I got back into Exist Archive, and, yeah. like, every, every week or two, you'd be like, hey, did you finish the Exist Archive yet? And I'm like... No, <laughs> you're like uh, I haven't even played it yet. You're like, yeah, I was at work and uh, sleep. You're like, I'm like, yeah, I know. It's it's hard to get into. <laughs> it's hard um, because I think when like, we did well, the it last, sucks. it sucks though because was... uh, what were you saying? Sorry, I just say it sucks though because I was like, I was kind of really into it. Like I was on that. Like I'm gonna finish this game. I'm gonna get plat. And then I'll be done with it, kind of thing. And then, like, I lost all steam because I was waiting for everybody else. Yeah. So, like, trying to work up the whole, uh, like, willpower to get back into it took a while. No, I totally understand. Like, I couldn't, like, once I started, I couldn't stop because I know if I stopped, I would not be able, like, I would never come back to this thing. <laughs> and I need, yeah. Like, and I have, like, this thing where I'm this plat and everything right now. And I, I didn't want this to be the game that broke me. So it was more like a challenge at that point. To like a challenge of attrition, like can I make it through this this thing and plat it? Because okay. it is rough. It's like all the like the my rarest trophies now are the the, the all exist archive trophies. <laughs> I can believe it. So, um, yeah, I mean, a, a normal like trophy expectation is like they expect you to play the game at least four times to get all the tro- ending trophies, and I'm pretty sure like most people maybe didn't get ten hours in. If yeah. Travis is an indie indication, you, you don't have to play the game like four times. You just have to have a save point. Oh no! But like when they were designing it, they were 
they had the expectation because there's four innings, they would expect somebody to do New Game Plus three times. Yeah, if people weren't smart enough to find the loop or the save the save point where you can branch off. Well, yeah, I mean, like you're having like, well, they kind of tell you they're like, hey, you might want to save because this is a branching point. Like, there's a point decision here. So that's one clue that oh, maybe I should make a save, a couple saves here. Yeah. But some people like they don't do that. Like well, I guess they just save over their one save. And file. they kind of fuck you too because there's not like individual saves in this game. That's what kind of is stupid. It's like you have like yeah, there are. You just make a new save. Yeah, but it's I mean, like, well, I'm save. saying well, okay. What I mean is like it saves over the last like the it auto. If you have auto save on, it saves over the last thing you saved. So you have to make like oh. you. So you have to make like two saves. So like one is like the the one you're like banking, and then. The next, you have to save again so that way the auto save doesn't oversave it. So if you fuck something up, you don't. Have, you can go back. I mean, I just I had auto save turned off from the beginning, so I didn't have any problems with that. I did at first, but then I got tired of, like saving all the time just in case I did something wrong. So I, fair enough. I just turned auto save on and then I made a double save and and then when I got to what, chapter ten or eleven, I made like a, like eight different saves <laughs> just in case I fuck. Oh, damn. I was like, I don't want to fuck this up and have to go start from the beginning again. You know what I mean? Or yeah. New Game Plus. So, So yeah. Is that all you've been playing? Uh, pretty much. You've just been playing well, this, other... right? What's that? Since the last time we talked, you've just been playing this? Uh, Essentially, yeah. Yeah. There's something else... I think there's something else I was doing on the PS4, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah, it was just cleaning up, like, miscellaneous shit. Like, Killing Floor came, 2 came out with another fucking collect them all trophy thing, so I did that and some other random shit. Oh, I did start playing Fantasy Star Online 2 for the PC. Oh, yeah. That's been kind of fun. So, Is that good? Uh, I mean, it's a, like an MMO that's been out for like nine years or something like that. Maybe ten years, like in Japan, but it finally got an official like US release last year. Yeah, I heard about so, it. So it's a it's like an actiony RPG MMO thing. It's like a mission based, not open uh, field where everybody's on the same field at the same time. Like you hop into a mission and people who join you. So uh, I mean, I don't mind it. It feels more like a single player game. So. Uh, like I was kind of been playing that casually, like maybe an hour or two a day, if that. <clears throat> cool, cool. Uh, so what about you? Uh, so after I beat this, I don't know why, but uh, I started playing this game called Spirit Fair. Uh, have you heard of it? Uh, yeah, about it. Like it's the one where you are like the Grim Reaper, pretty much, and you have to ferry souls. Uh, like you take over. It's like the Greek mythology. The, the who's that uh, guy that, that ferries you across the river Styx? Uh, Sharon, Sharon, or something. Yeah. So in the beginning of the game, he like retires or whatever, or he moves on, and then you take over for him. <clears throat> and they don't really have any like backstory, explain anything. They're just like you're the guy now, or you actually are. You're a girl, and you have like a little pet dog or cat or something i can't i don't remember what it was but um and then yeah you're supposed to fare the these spirits across uh to the other side i guess <clears throat> okay but it's more of like a harvest moon type game where you have a it's like a resource management game and it wasn't what i thought it was going to be 
Um, so basically, you gotta like grow food and keep keep all the spirits happy and hungry. Like, you, there's like missions you gotta do for them, and it's and you have to like <clears throat> have minerals and stuff. Like, you gotta go to these different islands and find the different things to get them happy enough to want to move on. Uh, so, yeah. as I think well, I looked uh, it up before. Were you expecting it to be more like a Metroidvania than that? I thought it was going to be more like an RPG where you got to do stuff to, like, you know, there's more story to it. There wasn't as much. Uh, okay. I thought it was more of a story to why these, like, if these people, I think it's like they allude to it in the game where you knew these, well, some of these people you knew in real life. So it's like, they're, I felt like there's some kind of story that there was going to be where um, for you to move on, you have to have the people in your life move on first, which is basically what happened, but that there was not any really story to it. So once you, yeah. once you finish, like, you know, I, mean, I think there's like 10 or 15 people you gotta, you, uh, you have to ferry on. Um, then you, then you can like finish the game or you move on, but there's not nice. much, there's not much explanation to it. And then it got kind of, it's interesting. There's like some cool stuff that happens. It's kind of a short game, so it doesn't like very. It doesn't. You don't really uh, overstay your welcome. It's like when the game's over, it's over. But it was kind of left me left me like uh, unsatisfied. I guess it was okay. That's unfortunate. But uh, how long do you got platted? I guess or all the trophies. Yeah, I platted it. How long do you say it would take? Like twenty hours. Uh. I guess 20 hours to beat, I mean, maybe 30 to plat. Mm. Oh, okay. I think it took me a week. It uh, took me a week to finish and get a plat. So <clears throat> that's not too bad. And I'm not playing like every day all the time either. So, you know, if you probably put, took took a maybe a weekend or maybe a little bit more than a weekend, you could probably plat it if you played straight. But okay, um, it's okay. It's, it was something different because I got I, after Exist Archive. It was like I played like three super long games in a row. <laughs> you need something different to break it up. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I needed something short to break it up. <clears throat> so then after that, uh, that's when the news of the PS3 kind of shutting down came out. Like all PS3, like well, the stores shutting down. I don't know if trophies are still going to be supported or not. Uh, so evidently, anything you've purchased, uh, you'll be able to re-download at any time. And currently, the plan is to keep uh, like online servers on for every game and trophies able to be like synced and all that. But you just can't access the store to buy anything. So yeah, I wasn't sure. I was like, man, I think it's like July or something. It's uh, the store is closing. Yeah, it's coming up. Um, so I was like, shit, I better get into some of these like PS3 games. That I'm like close to platting, and I don't want to like you know, lose it. So I booted up Final Fantasy 13 and I got that plat. Cause when I first played it, I, I had like three trophies left, but they're like the most like grindy trophies there are. Okay. So it's like, you have to get every weapon, but you, to get every weapon, you have to basically buy upgrades. Do you remember Final Fantasy 13 at all? Uh, I played it up until like Shiva or something, and then I stopped playing. Okay, well, I think like... she's like the first summon you get or something too. I don't fucking remember, but it's like this game's not. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it 
it opens up towards the very end of the game where you, there's like the open world part of it. Um, but <clears throat> I had a, I had my save still, you know, because I had it in the cloud. Yeah. And so I downloaded my saves and I was like, I'll get these last three trophies. Hopefully it's only like 10 hours, but it's like I had to relearn how to play the game again because I had no fucking idea. I was like, how how do you magic again on this game? Oh, wait, everything, you just got to, there's like different roles you got to have and you got to switch between different paradigms and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, shit, I have to like, it's almost like relearning math again. <laughs> okay. Because like, you know, yeah, you have to be, you have to be quick on, on shifting your paradigms and stuff so that way you can, um, you got to like basically stagger the boss and then you use your magic to stagger and then you got to switch to your attack, like your mandos to attack to like get their health down. And you know, it's like everything's like a limited amount of time and you got to know what you're doing in a, in a quick manner or else you'll like, they'll get out of it and you'll, you know, they'll like, after that they kind of just nuke you and you have to start over again. I mean, most most regular uh, enemies are fine, but you have to farm these like giant tortoises for um, their rare drop, which is like a platinum ingot, and those sell for like 150 grand. Because like most of the weapon upgrades cost like millions of dollars or millions of gil to upgrade, and you have to have like all the upgrades of all the weapons <clears throat> and accessories for this trophy. So that's the grind. So it sounds like fun. It was not. I was like, this is why I stopped playing this when I did, because I got like every trophy besides that. Okay. So that platinum trophy took me eleven years and one month. <laughs> Damn. Well, at least you got it done finally. So yeah, now it's like now I got thirteen two and the. Uh, I think Skyrim I, I platted, but I. Uh, didn't do all the DLC, so I'm gonna do that. And there's some other games I want to just. I'm not too far away from you know 100%ing, just so I can get them. Might as well, you know. Yeah, might as well clean them up. While you're thinking about it. So that's kind of like my plan. Um, in between, uh, you know, games for the show. Okay. Um, then uh, after I finished that, I finished that like last week, I think, or a few days. I think I finished it last weekend. <laughs> And then I started playing um, Miles Morales for PS5. Oh, yeah. How's that? Um, <laughs> is it like better than the uh, PS4 version? Cause like, I, I don't know if they're... It's a, it's a new game, right? It's more Over like a the... DLC, honestly. Oh, uh, okay, okay. It's like the same Spider-Man game, just you're playing as Miles Morales. And it's only like... I guess it's only like 10 to 15 hours long. Oh, shit. So I'm only like uh, maybe five, six hours into it, but uh, it's it's fun. It's just another story. It's more it's more like a sequel. I mean, he has different moves and stuff. So okay, but it's a lot of the same. I mean, it's fun being Spider-Man. So I mean, I couldn't play another fifty hours of it, but ten, twenty hours break up in between. You know, grinding grinding sessions, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So I, I didn't play the the um I mean, the first one I guess I wouldn't say original but uh like whatever it was it Amazing Spider-Man that came out for the PS4 I can't remember what it's called but like I remember you and everybody else saying it was great so. yeah Brett and I did the the review on that one remember no because I didn't do it so 
<laughs> I blocked it out. Yeah, Brett and I actually did an episode on on it. Okay. So. But uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. So. All right. All right. Well, sounds like you've been enjoying yourself. Yeah. Free from this game, at least. Yeah. I will, uh, I will hopefully not pick another shitty game in the future for you guys. Because uh, <laughs> I think I'm a streak. It was a, a. I get it. Like the Val, you want the lure of the Valkyrie profile. You know, you want that. Ta- you want that feeling again. And it's just like, well, I'm sure for so you, it's probably super disappointing. You know, because you love that game. Yeah, this was. It's like I mean, I guess I could talk about it more later, but like it felt like they, whoever was working on it, like wanted to recapture the magic of Valkyrie Profile, but they didn't have the funds necessary. And then like somebody else maybe was over top, like being like, "This is, has got to be pushed out like as soon as possible." So they were like, "Okay, well, we'll do what we can." And like, there's like elements of it that are reminiscent of Valkyrie Profile, uh, like not just, not just the combat system, which is like the same but not like it feels worse and and uh, i get into that later uh but like, in, like the character recruitment like it's similar that uh like you get different characters and you can send them off uh like to a different area uh, like in this case send them back home um and you get like you actually get buffs for it but uh not until the end of the game and like i don't like there's no like weights to the option like uh i didn't use any of the characters at all like <laughs> sometimes so it's just like i don't know it was weird and like the story like it's similar that like you don't really get much of the story until the end uh but like i wasn't into it kind of thing like i don't the know like it just felt like Vector profile <laughs> but like not as good it's interesting but at the same time it's like dumb <laughs> well they kind of did the same thing so like Valkyrie Profile like opened with this like two hour long just plot dump story thing with like Arngrim and uh, Jolanda and uh, Lenneth and all like all this shit and it's like two hours of this it's like a prologue and you're playing the game and you're like wow this is a lot of story and then you get like your first dungeon and it's like two hours into the game uh, but this one it's just like uh yeah you kind of like you dudes die and you wake up with one dude and some random girl and you explore the dungeon by yourself and then uh you just keep going from there and it's like okay yep i'm not really into the story yet yep let's see what happens (laughs) oh yeah nothing uh i guess since we're we're technically reviewing it now we should probably uh present the (laughs) the review portion uh so Generally, how we review games on this uh, show is that we do was it six categories. We got gameplay, uh, story, visuals. Uh, we recently combined the music with the voice acting, and then we have overall uh, plus replayability extra content at the end. Uh, we score everything from one to five. We give our pros, cons, uh, likes, dislikes, and then a rating. Um, and then we kind of wrap it all up in a nice bow. Uh, generally, we do allow half scores because I fucked it up early on. Uh, so it might as well just be a one through ten system, but whatever this works. Um, so I guess we'll start with gameplay. Uh, so well, we can. I'll start. Try to... uh, What's that? I guess you want to give them the background of the game. Oh yeah. Uh, 
so like the premise of the game uh, is that you and uh, 11 other people have died and your souls have been transported to another world and you're trying to figure out how to get back home. Uh, well, you don't even know if you can get back home. Like you don't even know what's going on at the first. Like the, it's like you just you you meet other people and you go to uh, this tower and then they're like, yeah, we, you're like immortal. I don't, I don't know. Like the, the, it just things. Well, yeah, so like things so just the, happen. So the main character, <laughs> the main character like wakes up and like he's got Yamatoga talking to him and he's like, what the hell's going on? Why is there some voice coming out of my hand? Uh. And like I don't want to get in depth in this because that's the whole plot thing. But uh, so like you start meeting up uh, different uh, people, and you learn that uh, at some point in time, this uh, guy named Yamatoga had his uh, soul split into twelve pieces and sent to Earth and put into twelve different people. Uh, and he's like super advanced technology, uh, has super advanced technology to the point that it's uh, like indistinguishable indistinguish from magic. And he's cursed everybody with immortality. Uh, and his goal is to uh, reunite with all 12 of his pieces of his soul to uh, restore his form and, I guess, take over the universe or whatever. Like, it's not really... I don't think it's explicitly, like, said what his goal is. He's just like, I'm the dark god. I used to be, like, the attack system for this planet. Uh, Amaterasu, whatever her name is. He's like a robot or something? I don't know. Yeah, so him and uh, the female Amatage or Amatoga, whatever her fucking name is, uh, are like uh, uh, like two sides of the same coin. Like he's like uh, attacking and she's defending, I guess, system, whatever it is, because it's like this planet does something where it gathers souls from across the universe and does something to them. But there's this race of uh, creatures that are on this planet too that devour souls, and there's a bunch of them. And at some point, Yamatoga betrayed uh, the defense system girl, Amataga, or whatever her name is. Uh, and he joined with Zenobia, who's a leader of the Chasseur. And they planned to attack uh, and destroy, I guess, take over the system uh, so that they could use it to eat all the souls in the universe. But uh, he was found out, and his, his soul got split into 12 pieces and then sent to Earth. And then... Uh, something he somehow orchestrated some event some something happened and all these people died at the same time on earth and their souls got sent back to protolexa which is this planet and their souls were sent here and with a corresponding piece of yamatoga's soul and through his abilities he's able to give everybody immortality because he wants everybody to reunite to kill uh the defense system so that zenobia can take it over and then he can have his souls back into one body or something. I don't know. They were very clear about it. <laughs> and regardless, it, like, there's one ending like where it kind of happens, but it doesn't really happen. Because like, you don't ever see him back in his like actual form. Yeah, he's so. just in Kanata's body, right? He's Yeah. And Kanata basically forever. becomes him. Like he, he basically he takes over Kanata's per- personality. Uh, if you want to, in one of the endings. Yeah. So it's a it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting plot, I guess. Like it's very convoluted, the, and they don't explain it very well at all. No, but the problem is, uh, they kind of give you some plot at the beginning, and then they're like, "Okay, now you're just gonna go look for essence crystals for 
15 hours. Yeah, you're you're this game is a fetch quest basically. So you do that and then you you get to chapter 10 and they're like, "Oh, we got to make a decision now." And like, <laughs> you're like what? <laughs> like, about what? Like what the fuck? Okay. And it's like you can send everybody home. Um, you want everyone to stay with you to help you fight or you just say fuck everybody I'm going home and obviously I there's, like that... there's one where you destroy everything right well that's what I mean like so you get three endings or three you get three options to choose from from that decision point uh, the first two don't really matter because they both lead to like the same ending oh yeah the yeah. third one leads you to the dark end, uh, the evil ending where you synchronize with uh, Yamatoka's personality and like it's such, it was like when I was watching that, it was such a like, uh, it was really unbelievable, I guess, because like he's acting normal, and then you kill, the final boss, and then it's like a fucking switch flipped, and he's just like, ha ha ha, now I'm gonna kill you, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, okay, that just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, okay, so this is the evil ending. So it just now he's evil. Okay, got it. And like and there's it, one where you go back to Earth, you get everyone back to Earth. And there's another one where you're like. You everyone goes back to Earth, but you, and then you can't die or something, so you're just there forever. Well, no. So uh, there's three. There's three like endings technically. There's like uh, eternity ending or something. There's the chains of immortality, and then there's the dark god kind of the one, which is the, the one we just talked about. Uh, the eternity one is you give uh, the fence girl both black crystals. And she becomes tainted by Yamatoga. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then she turns from her like human-ish form to her like her robot form, and you kill her. And then you're like, oh fuck, now I'm stuck here. We can't go, can't go anywhere. Yeah. Because she was the only way we could leave. And Zenobia is like, ha ha, now I have control of the thing, yay. Um, but the chance of immortality ending, it doesn't matter if you send everybody home or you don't send anybody home because you get the same ending screen, like in the same movie. Oh, because you like, go it's back ag- to you at the end. Yeah, so, somehow she's like, oh, you managed to do it. You won. All right, I'll send you home now. And it's like, oh, I thought I couldn't go home, but okay. And then you get the same uh, FMB, and it's like, oh. I, mean, I, guess, I guess it's an anime cutscene thing, whatever movie. Yeah. But uh, it's like, okay. Um, so yeah, the the really changed. I think the part you missed are is that you when you cl- collect these essence crystals every time you give it to the lady, whatever her name is, she gets more and more human because they're essences of of uh, each of the characters, and so they each so she's like getting a per of their personality, I guess it seems like. Yeah, because before she was just kind of cold and robotic and like programmy. Yeah, like I'm an AI. Blah 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 kind of thing uh so that's why like when you give her yamato's toga's essence crystal she can be tainted and by his desires too or whatever yeah so i guess we're doing story first Uh, i guess so i guess we're talking about story right now um there's also like these little cutscenes you get like sometimes after you do a dungeon where like there's a little skit that happens and characters do shit and like it adds nothing to the plot but it's more like a filler here's yeah here's more about the characters and what they do like how they act and shit uh and each time you recruit a character uh you get like uh like there's a quest for recruiting the characters and you get like two minutes of like information about them like through dialogue and then that's it 
Like there's yeah, really you gotta no. Go after their crystals, and then if you go after their like, you get their main essence crystal, and you get that, you take that back, and then after you do that, you can find little other smaller crystals of the, of them, where it's like you can get a little bit more of their background, but you don't, they don't really care. And then every, and then um, after every time you do run a dungeon, there's like a little tiny cutscene where like one of them, it's like there's a floating table, and it's like twelve cutscenes where it's like them fucking with a floating table. I don't know if you've seen that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh, more of the floating table. I guess, I guess. So cool. Yeah, it's like, like uh, ten lines of dialogue the first time. Like, hey, how does this table float? Does anybody know how this table floats? Nobody knows how this table floats. We should find out how the table floats. And then, like, end scene. And the next time you do a dungeon, uh, like one of the characters is like, oh yeah, the table's floating because it's in the middle of this area. If you push it out of the way, it won't float anymore. So they push the table out of the way, and they're like, oh, wow, this is amazing. And then the next time, it's like, oh, I wonder what happens if we go in the middle. And like they start floating. And then they get like another eight scenes with each character being like, what's going on? Oh, I want to float too. And like, okay. Oh, the worst one, though, is the dancing one. We're like, why are you dancing? Uh, because this is like, it, this one girl has big boobs. So the one girl with the small boobs thinks she'll get big boobs by dancing. But then, oh, it's not dancing though. It's an exercise routine. Whatever. It looks like dancing to me. She's a hero. Oh yeah. It's, it's calisthenics or something. She's the Pink Ranger. Yeah. Apparently, it's something they do in Japan. Like just that kind of. Uh, evidently, there's like every morning when they're in school, there's like a five-minute radio broadcast with a song, and everybody has to do something called radio calisthenics, and it looks just like that, pretty much. Oh. Okay. So I guess I guess it's a cultural reference, which uh, there seems to be a lot of in this game. There's also times where, like, the game, like, does fourth wall shit. They're like, hey, we're about to talk about some very, like, sexual content. Do you want to skip it? Yes or no? It's like, okay, so this is just a bunch of filler. Good to know. And they talk about boobs. A lot. Yep. This one girl has very big boobs because it's a trope, because it's a thing. Yeah. Because, you know, know, teenage guys, like... Like it, or thirty-year-old guys like it, I guess too. Fifty-year-olds, sixty-year-olds, why not? Most guys, I guess. I hope when I'm fifteen, sixty, that's still not affecting me. Pro- <laughs> oh shit! You never know. <sighs> but yeah, this game what came out in 2016, so it's not even that old, but it feels old, doesn't it? Um, well, it does feel dated, but probably because they couldn't. Uh, like I said, they had a low budget, so they probably just had to kind of do the best of what they got. They, they probably couldn't hire anybody who was actually good at writing story or anything like that. And they're just like, yeah, we'll just kind of have somebody give us an idea for a story, and then we'll just like fluff the game up as much as we it's can. It's like they try to member buries you with uh, you know, Valkyrie Profile. It's like, member Valkyrie Profile? This is like that. Well, kind of, that's the whole reason I bought it when it came out, but like I just never got around to playing it because I was like, okay, I like Trice, and this there's marketing this as like a spiritual successor to Valkyrie Profile. Sweet. Uh, it's not as good. Like Valkyrie Profile wasn't the best game, but this is not. <laughs> and it's like oh, it's not even like half of what Valkyrie like, Profile was. The so. Characters, I don't know. It's like everyone's kind of says dick at you know for no reason. I don't know, he's like Reen. I guess that's the way they're going with uh, their male protagonists in that it's this time like period a or whatever. It's trope where, like, 
one guy as a harem of girls. Well, I mean, obviously, because like a lot of their anime is harem based. Okay. People eat that shit up for some fucking reason. Say, okay. I guess they're a bunch of fucking lonely lo loser virgins, and they're like, oh man, obviously I need to live vicariously through some male character on a screen who has all the pussy, because I don't get any. Yeah. It's like, okay. I'm, for normal, well-adjusted people, it's like, fuck, dude. It's, can you have, like, an actual interesting character arc or anything? Not just, like, lean heavily into this whole, like, oh man, this normally loser character is actually a stud. Yeah. Oh boy. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. It's, that's exactly what it is. It's like, this guy's a loser, but now he's dead and has powers. And now every woman wants him. It's every guy's dream, right? It's like, no, I want like a relationship that builds and has meaning. Like that's to me, that's the main difference between Trails or the biggest difference that why I love Trails in the Sky because that's about a relationship that develops over like you know two games. Where Trails of Cold Steel, it's like Reen. Everyone wants Reen's dick. Yeah. So. Well, unfortunately, I think people, they've done that more over the years because it, they know it sells well, I guess. Like, why waste time developing, uh, like, relationships or, like, actually having to do good writing when you can just be like, hey, who do you want to have ride with Reen on this motorcycle? And they'll put their tits against their, her, his back. Yeah, and nobody will be oblivious to what's going on. <laughs> but she likes tits, him. Big ass? Do you want small tits? you want childlike? We got that. We got that for you. Yeah, it's like a fucking buffet. Pick whatever you want. Ugh, yeah. Good times. Good times. So, is there anything you liked or about the plot here? I mean, I like the kernels of the what they were going for, where you know you die and then, uh, you know you're trying to get back type thing. Like that was kind of like the interesting part of it. And then you're you're like you have immortality now, which they don't really do anything like you when you die in battle. Like they should have something where you like just get back up again or something. I don't know. It just you just start over the stage. They don't really like do anything with that. So I thought they kind of missed on that too. But uh, it's well, I think that's a necessary evil for like the same way they do it in like uh, any other game where like in Final Fantasy like seven for example, like you have Phoenix Downs in combat. Yeah. And like Aerith dies, and you don't use a Phoenix down on her, or like you don't use revive materia. Like, I think for in order for the gameplay to work, you can't just reward the, the players. Like, like, if they die, they have there has to be a repercussion. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I know in the plot we say that they're immortal, but yeah. uh, well, I guess they do kind of cover that because, like, uh, Kagato or whatever, near the end of the game, like, you kick his ass, and he's like, man, I know I'm immortal, but these wounds aren't healing very fast. Oh, yeah, that's kind of yeah. Like I said, the the the, the... The initial like story or the idea of it was interesting, but it is, they did nothing for like here. Here's a little bit, and then nothing till the end. So it wasn't balanced at all very well. So I guess that's the only thing. Like I don't like none of the characters were really that great. I don't. They're all just one note. I mean, like I, okay, I guess the best friend with the guns. Like I kind of liked him. What was his name? Do you know? Uh, Mitsuhide? Yeah, Mitsuhide. And his grandpa and all that kind of stuff. Like, he wanted to be like good like his grandpa. and Like, I like that, I guess. Um, but everyone else was kind of meh. I didn't really care. Okay. I didn't really, I didn't really uh, 
care about their stories that much. So, what about you? Uh, I kind of agree with you on the like the whole overarching plot, like when they delivered it. Um, I was really interested in the beginning about what was going to happen, like how they're going to develop the story, um, and then they just like didn't do anything for twenty hours or whatever, and then. I was like, okay. Well, it's just like, fetch quest the game at that point. Yeah, it's like, like you're like, oh, we got to go find Essence Crystals to power her up to maybe send everybody home. And it's like, like, okay. Well, at least when you give it Essence Crystal, something could happen, but she's like, oh, thanks. This is an adequate crystal. Find <laughs> me another one. Oh, all right. So that's all I get? Like, after that five-hour run? Oh, oh, okay. All right, I guess I'll be back. Uh, yeah, then, like, it bothered me. I, if they had spread the story out uh, more, uh, I would have preferred that. Um, I did like the characters. Like, I mean, like if anything with a huge ensemble cast, like you're not gonna like everybody or whatever. But I, I like that everybody had their own backstory to an extent. Yeah. Um, I just wish that that was actually related to the player. Like instead of being like, "Oh, this is a new human. Hi, my name's so and so. Let's fight together." I didn't want to be by myself anymore. And then, like, okay, that's it. And then, like, you get their essence crystal quest, and they're like, oh, this person's actually the kid of a mafia boss who was given away. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And then, like, yeah. you finish the quest, and yeah, it's like, right. okay, that's all you get. Sorry. I'm like, uh. <laughs> but the, but okay. the other part of that, too, though, is like, yeah, you get those, like, little essence crystals, and they give you the interesting parts, but then nothing else. Like, all the other, then you get floating tables and dancing calisthenics and you're like what but there was some interesting stuff here you could have done but no yeah no he didn't like have the characters like relate to like actually talk about things instead of just like being silly like fuck dude and like you don't know how much time's going by so it's like are they have they been here for like years and years now towards the end of the game or is it like you know a day a couple days weeks yeah, because, like, you just get, like, here's Ariston's crystal. Thank you. Well, well, when they're doing all these cutscenes, is like, every time you do a dungeon, is that, like, a day goes by? Like, you know, time, like, you don't know. This is, like, Groundhog Day, you know? It's, like, going on forever until they finally yeah. get all the essence crystals. Like, they could have done, like, something like that, maybe, you know, but... Yeah, it also doesn't help that when you get those little tiny essence crystals and you get, like, the ten sentences of, like, random dialogue... Like sometimes, like one, it'll be from a character's past when they were like a baby, and then sometimes it's from like it seems like yesterday, and then sometimes it's like oh, it, it's been a couple months since they've been missing, and like I don't know why there's no co cohesive anything here. It's all just like blattered random shit. There's like none like of it some order to get them in, but that <laughs> they probably messed that well, up when they were designing the game. Maybe. Like, that bothers me a lot because, like, there's some interesting nuggets of information there uh, in those little tiny crystals. But they're like, yeah, you have to play through the dungeons multiple times and find them. Like, I already went through a dungeon. I got 100% exploration, 100% fucking item pods. <laughs> I don't want to run through the dungeon again. No. To find these fucking rain essence crystals to it's get like, two, three sentences. Of... Like, after, like, once I learned you have to get all, uh, you can't get 100% to get all the moves. Like, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go through as fast as I can because I'm going to have to come back anyways. So I'm not fucking going around looking for these crystals when I'm going to come back again and, like, slide just to slide other one little spot. Or, like, some of those fucking things, like, you had to glide, like, into this corner 
And it was a fucking bitch to get the that one little spot. Oh, we'll get that yeah. in gameplay. We'll get to that in gameplay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm just very thankful that getting all of the fucking essence crystals is not part of the oh yeah. Trophies. I was like, that would have not a trophy. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, how would you rate the story then? Because I guess that we're kind of done. Uh, Unless you have something else to say. I guess two because it had some kind of interesting parts and some of the story parts were good, but then they fucking did nothing with it. So it's not a one, but it's a two. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you around there. I'd give it a two point five. It's like I like the the concept behind it. Uh, just the execution was very not good. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll do the, the first musical break now. Uh, as has become tradition, uh, we will use the main theme of the game for something that Brent most likely would have picked. Uh, and the main theme is called Exist Archive. So here you go.
All right, so I guess it's time for uh, gameplay since we're doing this a lot of order. Um, so there's uh, there's two kind of uh, I guess modes of the way you're playing this game. Um, you start from like a menu and you pick a location to go to, which is a dungeon. Normally, sometimes it's like uh, the, the equivalent of like an item shop where you go see the the defense chick and you buy you trade in uh, loot drops you found from enemies and you get these points called AMP, uh, which stands for something that I don't fucking remember. It doesn't really matter. Um, and you get new equipment that maybe you're missing or you get uh, new items. Uh, the only thing I found that was even worth saving up for was Esper Stones or the Greed devices, which power up your Greed attacks. Yeah. Uh, and then at that, give you 10 SP, uh, which is can be hugely beneficial because you only get 2 SP per level, and you sometimes need 15 SP to level up one skill. Like, uh, so I guess we'll kind of get into that. So each character has a class based on like what part of the soul they got from Yamatoga. Um, there's 12 classes. There's Fencer. Lancer, uh, Gunner, uh, damn it, it was a Brigadier or something, or Gr Grenadier, I think. Um, Storm Mage, Ice Mage, Lightning Mage, Fire Mage, uh, Grim Reaper, Taskmaster, Taskmaster, uh, fuck, and then there's, how the hell am I missing? Oh, Samurai. And then you get a bonus character at the, uh, in the post game who gives you the Berserker class. Um, and then leveling each one of these classes, you can level them up five times. Uh, I think the first level takes 15 SP, then it takes 30, then 45, then like 60 or something. Like, it takes a fucking lot. Uh, and that's, like, you'd be around level 100 before you can even max out a class. Mm -hmm. And when you max out a class, that's when you unlock new uh, combat abilities, so that when you're in combat, you can actually do more than just, like, some basic attack that sucks. Um, and then there's also like attack, guard, support, and then like miscellaneous uh, abilities you can put into your character slots. Uh, like attack abilities will buff your attacks. Uh, guard abilities will do stuff like when you're in the guard phase, either like improve your defense or let you block, uh, block and like stop an enemy's attack. Uh, support abilities will like passively boost your stats or let, let you block magic attacks. Uh, stuff like that and then the miscellaneous thing just affects like what uh items drop you can have like weapon item uh armor or accessory boosting and so you get more chances to get those particular items to drop in combat um when you're in the main menu area like when you pick a dungeon to go to you will go to that dungeon and then it's like a metroidvania-esque type of thing with side-scrolling platformer um and you start off with like only the ability to attack creatures and then as you play and you unlock more essence crystals like you'll eventually be able to like shoot uh like a crystal out to freeze enemies and then you can double jump you can slide you can like do an air dash thing and you just use all this to maneuver around the map to get 100 percent exploration because most of the time you don't need uh like at least in the early dungeons you don't need any abilities to get through the dungeon but then as you unlock more abilities and you unlock different dungeons uh, that are further into the game they design them in a way that you have to use abilities sometimes to get through but you'll have the abilities unlocked because there's no way you could get there without the abilities unlocked anyway so it really doesn't really matter too much um in combat uh you have the enemies on one side of the screen and yourself on the other side 
and each character is controlled uh, with a different face button. So you got square, cross, triangle, and circle. Uh, and the character that's in front of the formation deals 50% more damage, but uh, is more likely to be attacked. I think their defense is reduced a little bit. The person in the back of the formation is more likely to not get hit. And uh, I think their attack is reduced a little bit. Um, you can rotate them all around while you're in combat. So if like, you want to move somebody into the front position to get boosted attack, you can. I think you can do that three times per turn. Um, and then when you are attacking, it's like a, a fighting system kind of thing, kind of like Valkyrie Profile, where you press square, you queue an attack for that character in that slot, and then you press triangle to queue a character for that slot. Um, and if you do them uh, with good enough timing, you can combo attacks and like juggle enemies or knock them on the ground and hit them while they're on the ground. And when you do diff uh, attack enemies when they're in different positions uh, in combat, like they'll drop different things. Uh, if like they're on the ground and you hit them, they'll drop experience crystals. If you hit them while they're in the air, they'll drop these orbs that boost your risk meter, which boost your item drop rate. Uh, but the higher that risk meter goes, like if you take damage from an enemy on the guard phase, you have a chance of uh, losing your bonus, and you have to rebuild the bonus back up. Which is kind of a pain in the ass at the beginning of the game, but like when you're at the end of the game and you have like overpowered classes, like you just in one turn, if there's enough enemies on the screen, just to hit that fucking risk up to 100% like in three attacks. So it's like, it kind of becomes like whatever. That's a mechanic. Yeah, um, let's see a Grim Reaper. Yeah, like Grim Reaper and Taskmaster, they just kind of like make everything like irrelevant you just uh I mean, so what I, I sorry go keep going no i mean i'm pretty much done <laughs> okay well i was gonna say like what i did is that i just uh what's his name mitsuhide mitsuhide, mitsuhide <clears throat> has a one of his in his class one of his skills he gets is experience up so um well there's a thing where if you once you get affection up with everyone which uh, they don't really explain how affection gets up. You just basically have them in your party and they don't die. They get affection for each other. Um, then they'll start learning each other's moves. So um, I just got... I just use the same party for like a lot, most of the, the my, my initial run through of the game. And everyone would learn each other's moves. And then once I learned like all one person's moves, I had like three main people, which was Kanata... Mitsuhide and Mayura, because she's like their first magic person you get. Um, yeah. And well, she has, uh, she's and she has the a second. She, you get first, and she's the fire mage, but then they give you Mayura, like the dungeon after. No, she, you start with her. Do you? Kanta I could have sworn. Kanta and her started like, off together. Yeah, but I, I didn't think she fought because she was afraid or something like that. Until you, uh, oh, maybe you're right. Afraid. Yeah, you might be right on that. But uh, she has the best healing magic, too, so that's why I kept her. Yeah. And um, so I kept those three as my main, and, and then eventually they all got experience up. So then I just used them all through the game and rotated in all the other characters so I can learn all their moves. So I didn't have to fucking play this game longer than I had to. <laughs> Because to, to plat this game, you have to learn every single move. Well, Kanata does. Um, but I don't know what I was saying. 
lost my train of thought. Uh, you're talking about, like, I guess how you were fighting, like, your, your party composition? Yeah, so, um, first you just use Kanata. I can't remember what his class is called, which, he has, like, a big... Fencer. Fencer, yeah. He has big sweeping attacks, um, but the little spike guys, like, stun you or, uh, poison you, so... Um, it's good. That's why I had Mitsuhide because his guns could like kill the spike balls without like running into them. Um, but uh, at, like after maybe I don't know the first four or five dungeons, um, basically you're just doing the same thing over and over and over again until because you really the like all the moves you get you don't really you you upgrade it you know to the next highest like attack. But it doesn't really change the gameplay at all. It's like the same gameplay. You just attack harder. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, it's really odd because like you'll like your first uh, like attack skill will be like uh, so like say for Kanada, it's like a double like side sweep kind of thing. Like it hits twice. Then like when you level the class of like level three, you get an upgraded version of that, and it, like they, there's like a passive like extra hit on it or something. But it's still the same animation, and then like you max out the class and you get another skill, and I think it's the same one, but it just gets like another hit to it, so like you get another passive hit, but it's still the same animation. So you have to try to figure out like the three attacks you want to use in sequence that actually make a decent combo. Um, but then like the later classes you get, it's like just way more efficient to just only have one ability on mm -hmm. and just repeat using the same ability over and over again. Yeah. Um, like I even did that with uh, Mitsuhide, like his gunner class. Like there's one, I think I, he upgraded one of his uh, attacks uh, when you get to level five, and it's or maybe it's even level forty or something, and it's really good because his other attacks. Like the problem with him is like you, you hit attack, and then it takes 10, 15 seconds for him to actually start hitting the enemy because he's in the, he's busy like dancing around the air doing backflips and shit. <laughs> he's just all freaking around the gun one times. <laughs> I'm like, can you just fucking shoot them, please? <laughs> like, just walk up to them and put your gun right on their fucking temple or something and shoot the gun. Like, it's not that hard. Uh, I ended up maxing out one of or getting one of his skills and just making sure that was the only skill I put on there. And it was like some fl flippy backflip thing, but it attacked pretty quickly. So whenever I needed to attack the floaty uh, spike ball dudes, I just used that first and then went in with uh, Kanada for a full combo. And then magic, uh, like, you need magic to uh, some... Uh... Mo some monsters like uh physical attacks don't do anything so you have to use magic on them um yeah and that's uh, one thing that pisses me off a little bit like there's no like uh like there's no before you go to a dungeon like hey these are the kind of enemies to expect or nothing yeah. like that like you'll get all the way to the end of the dungeon if it's your first time and you fight a boss and it's like oh i only have one magic user in my party and i have to destroy this dude's fucking magic shield or something like that but my mage, mage, when I use magic, my, uh, the character's charge time goes up uh, to like three fucking pips, and I have to wait three turns for him to be able to use magic again. In the meantime, the rest of my party's just getting their asses kicked. <laughs> it's like, oh, I just got game over. Yeah. Great, now I have to redo this fucking dungeon, but make sure I put more than one mage in my party. Wish I knew that before I went in there. I only, that only happened to me like one or two times where like I, I died at the last boss, but the... Uh... Because I learned, like, you learn that when you get to the boss, you want to throw, like, you don't want to use, like, your three magic thing. You want to just use the one, like, so you can use it every every turn. 
to yeah i ended, I ended up having my party uh my final party composition being uh kanada as a grim reaper um then i had uh, suzaku as the taskmaster i made emma into a storm mage and then i had uh Bonze as a storm mage and they were only that because i was trying to farm affection for him uh at that time but having two storm mages helped a lot because i could have one of them constantly like every turn using light cure if i needed to and the other one could use uh stronger magic yeah this thing with like light cure it takes two turns so like it's just magic so like nerfed you know so yeah and they were pretty much required at the end of the game yep for a lot of things uh, which is also something else that's kind of shit about the gameplay. Like, you can normally block physical attacks only when you guard on the guard phase. You have to put a, a skill in uh, to actually be able to block magic. But then, like, at the end of the game, but even kind of through the middle of the game, like, randomly enemies, like, you'll have a combo uh, bonus built up. And then, like, enemies that have been just physical attacking the whole game suddenly start using, like, magic breath attacks. Or like they'll cast magic and you're like i can't block this I, I don't have a skill unlocked to block this yet oh the skill takes 10 sp that's five more levels how am i supposed to build up fucking bonus meter if i can't even block like it shit gets broken yeah every fucking time i get attacked like this is okay I, i'm not even gonna bother trying to level up here i'm gonna pick a different dungeon to do that in and then like you get end game if you still haven't unlocked those abilities at end game like every boss is using magic attacks all the time and you can't you will not be able to block it so good fucking luck to you. You and they don't really tell you if you don't block, they'll like knock you down. So at least if you block, they won't like knock you over. Because when you get knocked over, then they really fuck you up. Yeah, like the difficulty spike, uh, like in the last six dungeons, like is obscene. Like you can kind of make it through okay uh, until then, and then like you fight the first boss. Uh, well, I mean, like the story is like, hey, uh, like this is actually you make it your decision or whatever and Yamato was like hey you should probably send people home or whatever like if you want a, a, a stat boost and it's like okay sure so I'm assuming people that weren't going for trophies might have done that uh, but the, since it's a trophy that says you can't send anybody home uh, you don't do that yet yeah. until you get to the point where like it's right before the last dungeon and then you make an extra save and then you do it or whatever right but uh, like so you go through this dungeon and like I would say most people are maybe around like level 90 uh, like the dungeon calls for like level 75 or 80 or something like that you're like okay i'm a little over level no problem well if you're trapped like, yeah, no you're like level 60 probably right <laughs> you're like fuck this game it's i can't beat it i'm not grinding this is bullshit yeah um yeah so like you fight the normal enemies in there and like you don't really have a problem like they might you might struggle a little bit because they're new but then you kind of get to it like you figure out how to fight them or whatever and then you get to the boss and he's like yeah i'm like the lead chasser guy here we go and he's got two swords and oh yeah uh, he attacks like 10 times in one turn and each attack does like what a thousand damage and it's like what the hell is happening <laughs> you just got, <laughs> <fucked>. <laughs> like, you just got fucked. like like i don't know what the fuck just happened here yeah like that was the first time i got really close to a, a full party wipe like i had everybody dead most of the time and i would just like luck my way through uh using kanata and i was like i was not prepared for that what the fuck just happened? Because then to that point in the game, like I never used items really, because I just had healer healing yep. at the start of the turn, or like uh, I was like, "Fuck, I, I, I guess I need to learn what items do." And it's like they have got items that like will uh, decrease enemy stats, like magic jammer or physical jammer and stuff yep. like that. You have you buff have potions and shoot stats. <laughs> yeah, you actually have to start like, "Oh shit, I got to learn how to play the game." Finally, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? 
It's like they don't they don't lead you to be to be a better uh, be, to be better at their game. It's like, yeah, you can just do whatever, and now get good. Yeah. It's like, hope you had fun uh, playing the game, but the, but we're actually, the game's actually starting now. Here we go. Like, oh, shit. So it's like, yeah, it's like 40 hours of, like, fetch quests, and then it's like, okay, here's the final dungeons, and go. And here's another... Get fucked in the ass. Yeah. So it's like, so... if you're not bored now, now you gotta get more bored because you gotta grind to get strong because you didn't do it right because we didn't ch- tell you what you're gonna need until you got to the last dungeons, so now you're even more fucked. Yeah, and the, the the big problem with the skill tree system is like every character can learn different skills, and then as you learn skills, like they unlock different ones, but you have no clue what the fuck you're gonna unlock. So like you might have skills that you absolutely need to learn uh, because they're so valuable, but you just have no fucking idea, and like you might have just wasted your points on shit that you don't need to unlock. Like so, unless you like use like I feel bad for people that first played this game like yeah. blind, because like I used a, a skill tree guide kind of like it's on game facts and like this guy just posted uh like a chart with every skill and who unlocks what at what level and whatever yeah. yep and i'm like okay that sounds good but it, he like there's no recommendations on it like i had a i had to find another guy that's like hey what's an end game build and somebody's like hey this is an end game build use this so i was like okay i'll look we'll work towards those skills Got yeah it. i did like a trophy guide and there's one and one of them it's like you whatever you do as soon as you get Grim Reaper, just get to that because it's going to save you so much time. Oh, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm doing a lot of damage with Kanata right now. And then, like, Grim Reaper happened, and you just, like, fucking wipe everyone with Grim Reaper. Like, that last, like, the last attack you get is Grim Reaper, and you just do that over and over again. You're like, oh. oh. Yeah, you turn to a blunder. Yeah, you just fucking run through. Then you're just, like, slicing through shit. I'm like, thank God, because I was so done with this game. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah, it's, it's like, it's fucking... What? I was just say it's kind of fucked up because like for the same AP cost like uh, like 20 AP like Kanata will just swing a sword twice and do like three hits and then like you put Grim Reaper on with the same like AP cost of 20 for the last ability and it's like 50 fucking hits <laughs> like they're all doing like 2,000 damage each and like what the fuck like okay yeah this is cool it's like either they they, they didn't balance their game or the programmers are like. Yeah, we probably should get an escape hatch on this game so people can fucking finish it. I don't know. That's what it seems like. Like you get the she's like the last character you get, and she they're like, all right, well, you're gonna need her now. Like you actually need to use this person. I hope you've been swapping your characters around because you're gonna need to use this character. Like here you go. <laughs> yeah, but you, Which there's, is, no, think... there's no there's no indication that she's a badass or that she's because she sucks by her like like unless you're there's. It's just so, like, just thinking about, like, who had to figure all this shit out. Like, at one point, like, I put a lot of time in this game, and I had a guide. Like, I don't know yeah. how many hours the person that figured all this shit out, like, put into this. Like, I, like God bless that person, because that is a lot. There's no explanation for any of this stuff. Everyone had to figure yeah. it out. It's almost like they, they were trying to tell you that every time you got something new, you should use that new thing. Because I feel like uh, by the time you got like Suzaku, her class is pretty good. And when you get her, yeah, if you badass. use her when you get her and you level her up, then she will start clearing uh, like part uh, like just whole groups of enemies out with her uh, abilities because she has really good abilities in that class. But like if you've built, if you're like a normal person and you just spent 20 hours building up four characters, you're like, I don't really feel like 
switching over to a brand new character with nothing. Yeah, because you. Why would I do that? Yeah, because you've had your crew for like so many hours. You're like, yeah, I, I'm so co- like you're comfortable, and it's like I don't need I I don't want to take the time to figure out if this person's good or not because the other one like there's twelve characters, so I don't know. Yeah, so essentially, Game Boy boils down to grind too fucking much to, to make the game playable. <laughs> And it's like, just like, well, we didn't even really talk about the dungeon. It's like you put, you do one dungeon, and then it's like half of the the next dungeon. It's like, oh, I already did this dungeon, but now it's like even more of a dungeon. And then it's like, oh, this is then the, the next dungeon's like, this is the same dungeon, but now it's even more like longer. So yeah, and they they no... reuse assets in the dungeon, like even the same tile. Like they'll be like, oh, there's a hallway tile. You run through that same hallway tile like three times per dungeon you're like oh wait there's a there's a jump over here i gotta get and it's because it's a, like they've used that one three in three different dungeons so it's like okay i know i gotta go up here and slide over here and to get this one um canister that you know and that's the other thing it's like you, you gotta get all the canisters to plat and but they don't have like they only mark it when you open them like they don't mark it if, if you see them right yeah so and they don't have anything useful in them half the time no, they don't. So you open a fucking canister, it's like, oh, physical jammer. Like, cool. I Great, this is very useful. I have, I have this. I had to sell a bunch of that shit off because I got so much of that shit. Yeah. Uh, I guess I also mentioned like how you get new gear, and that's like random item drops from enemies. But, like, oh, this is like it's. I hate this system because it's like I'm not playing Diablo. But, like I'm killing enemies like in two seconds, and I'm moving on to the next one or whatever. And like, oh, cool, I got a lucky gear drop. Sweet. This is like you spend five seconds to load up the fight and then you spend like 30 seconds in the fight repeating the same commands you just placed in the, uh you put in the same fight before because it's pretty much the same enemies uh then you finish the fight it takes like another 10 seconds to get through that where they tell you what drops you got maybe your characters learn or taught each other a skill and then that's it and then you, you walk around and then you get to another fight but like you have no guarantee like what items you're gonna get like they tell you uh the drops that are in the dungeon before you go into the dungeon if you want to look at that but it's like still random, and you have to build up the bonus gauge to actually build up the drop rate, to, uh, <laughs> so that when you kill an enemy, it has a guaranteed drop for the item. But sometimes, Ugh. if you hit the enemy right, like you'll juggle them okay, and they'll drop an item, and it's like, okay, this is cool. Uh, but then, like, you'll get like really RNG screwed sometimes. Like, I really needed a scythe for my Grim Reaper character at the end of the game, and oh, I spent yeah. like two hours in the in the final dungeon just with a full bonus meter going and just comboing as many enemies as I could doing the greed mode, doing chain encounters. And I'm like, I finally got a fucking item drop. And like, I was like, thank God. But that, by the time I had pretty much 200 items, uh, like inventory items of every other weapon, every other armor, every accessory. And I'm like, I don't need any of this junk. Mm-hmm. I don't need any of this shit. I just wanted a fucking scythe. And you go to the item shop, like the next best scythe, best scythe you can buy is like, 500 less attack and like fuck dude like what's the point yep like i prefer games that where you have like a fixed uh like system where you buy equipment from a fucking store that way they can balance them better in dungeons like oh reward this this player for going to this chest in the dungeon like exploring and you get like a decent weapon that yeah. you might not have been able to get from the store not like oh hope you get some fucking good drops from some creatures like uh did you plat did you get the plat 
I'm still working on it because, uh, like, I'm running through all the dungeons now, which is another fucking dumb shit. Like, not only do you run through a dungeon, but then, like, like you deal with dungeon for a story quest, and then, like, you have to redo the dungeon for just a free quest, and then you unlock three tiers of difficulty for the dungeons, and it's like, man, they really want you to run through these fucking dungeons yeah. well, over no, and over well, again. The thing that really fucking got so fucking annoying is, like, the first time you run through a dungeon... You try to like you can like you're at the point of, like towards the end of the game where you can 100 percent it you know, but the fucking boss is in the way, so you get like 99 percent. So you have to run to the fucking dungeon all over again, <laughs> because you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like 99 yeah. percent, and I can't get in the fucking I can't jump over this guy and uh, fight the boss, and then uh, like like after you run through the, like after the first time you run through the dungeon, you can leave anytime you want, but no. Because of story, you leave the fucking dungeon and you get 99%. I was so pissed. Yeah, that oh. shit is annoying. Oh my god. So this game really pissed me off. <laughs> because, oh, the hardest and the, the hardest uh, part of this game, for the plat, is the fucking time trial. Because you fight that stupid uh, thing that you have, like, you have to break the armor before, like... The physical attacks will hurt it. Oh, yeah. And you fight this really hard version of it. And you got, like, 12 minutes. And, like, I, was, I beat, like, it took me a couple hours, probably. Maybe maybe it was only an hour. I don't know. It, probably felt, it felt like forever. But to get, like, the timing right, because you kind of got to get lucky, too. Because if he, like, does something to you or you got to heal, you lose, like, I don't know. But um, all physical attacks don't hurt him. So, you got to break his... Uh, shell of magic, and you only have you know, you use a magic spell and you gotta wait three turns. So, you gotta like, sta you gotta have like three magic people and you gotta stagger it so that way you get a magic attack each turn. It's fucking bullshit. It sounds like pain in the ass, but yeah, I got the plot. Yeah, you're free, you're free from this. <laughs> free from it. <laughs> Ugh. I still got, still got what, probably 20 hours left of grinding. Yay. Oh, god. Uh, so, I guess uh, we'll do ratings now, because, I mean, I don't know, like, was there anything you really liked or disliked about it? Like, I'd say I, I covered that mostly in my rant. I guess, what did I like? Uh, I mean, I, there's not really anything I I like, I guess. It it was, like, I liked about, like, I liked the idea. Like, this is just the same thing like the story. I liked the idea of the battle system, but it didn't. It didn't work. They didn't plan it right, and they didn't organize it right where it was fun. Yeah, you know, like I can see where it could be fun if they did it right, but they didn't, and it become it becomes tedious. And this just was it was not fun. It was just like work. Yeah, I don't know. Like for me, to compare it to Valkyrie Profile, uh, Valkyrie Profile felt more fluid like when you pressed a button like they actually did the command and none of the attacks were like overly like delayed like uh mitsuhide's attacks or like the, it was really it was more 2d so like there was nothing like really they had to be wide or anything like that and every character had a, a personality and you knew when you used a character like what to expect from that character with their attacks yeah uh like when this one like if you try to use an attack twice in a row and it like uh, resets the site uh like their combo cycle or whatever like they wait too long and sometimes it really fucked my like rhythm up 
because like an enemy would die and then like i'd waste 20 or whatever like ap like some attacks because i think i could continue continue the combo and like i just lose that ap it's gone and or i'll use like the demon greed thing which we never really covered but the demon greed thing is that each character has a part of yamatoka's soul and they each have a special attack that you can do after you fill up a combo meter and like it does either like a strong single target attack or an aoe on all the enemies and if you level it up with an item you get buffs afterwards like kanata's blessed arm will boost everybody's attack uh but like you don't really use it often like you can get a skill that can conserve your uh meter from a previous fight but that, that takes a skill slot and you have to find out which character gives you that and then you have to learn it on that character and then teach it to kanata or whatever and yeah, just but, a pain in the ass. But when you get towards the end of the game, you hit so much that it builds up that counter, like really quick. And I was just, yeah. I was just using, like I would build up the counter, like hit the <clears throat> whatever. It's like a summon basically. And you hit that, and then you'd be but like I could finish the fight within you know thirty forty seconds. That was before I I got to uh, Grim Reaper. So that's what I was doing before Grim Reaper. But then once you get Grim Reaper, you just fucking attack and they're dead. Yeah. What's your score? I mean, I'll give it another two and a half because, like, it, what it, they did, uh, like, it's not broken. Like, it functions. Yeah. But it's not super enjoyable. Like, I, well, I kind of like, I liked playing the game up until, like, I made it super easy with Grim Reaper. But at that point in the game, you pretty much had, you had to. Like, they tied your hands because if you try to do it normally, Battles take way too fucking long because you're not able to do enough damage. Because shit like has starts getting like 300k HP and your attacks are doing 1k damage per hit, and it's like fuck, dude. I'm gonna be here two fucking hours fighting this these enemies if I don't use a stronger character or a stronger class. Mm -hmm. So like they limit your ability to like just enjoy the game because they make the beginning classes irrelevant when the letter uh classes show up so it's like why even bother using those first classes when you have something that's just gonna actually make the game playable um like the like i said it's like it felt kind of stilted when you make doing combat and then until you kind of learn things a little bit better uh like you have to actually alternate characters when you're doing combos otherwise that fucks it up um like the exploration thing sucked where they like because in Valkyrie Profile, you have all your abilities from the beginning, so you don't have to worry about, like, oh, man, I can't explore the dungeon yet. Let me just fucking go through it. You can do whatever you want and explore every dungeon as much as you want. Right. Uh, so going into this, it's just like, fuck, why did they do this? Uh, <laughs> I don't understand. That's the theme of the game. Fuck, why did they do it like this? Yeah, like, what the hell are they thinking? So that's it's fine. Like, I, I liked playing it at the beginning. Like when it got to the middle, it just drug ass, and then now I'm at the end. Like I'm, I'm liking playing it uh, again, but not as much as I did when I first started. But I'm like, okay, I can just make every uh, encounter trivial. I can fight these bosses. Like the speedrun thing is kind of interesting because like I have to, like figure out how I'm gonna beat these bosses quickly. Uh, so that's a little bit more engaging than just like, oh, let me just make sure I guard to return, attack really? with Kanata only, the only and the then only heal. You have to worry about like the last three. There's like three of them that you can't like just use a Grim Reaper on. Other ones, okay. You, the most of them you can just Grim Reaper them. Well, damn, that's disappointing. But there's like three or four that you actually have to strategize. 
Okay. Uh, so what would you rate this game or for gameplay? Uh, well, gameplay to me, it's like if there's a good story, it keeps me interested in the gameplay. So that didn't have like didn't keep me. It wasn't a loop, you know, there's usually like a loop where gameplay story and there definitely yeah. was a shit balance. And I, to me, I can't I just couldn't uh, keep myself interested. It was like a drag. So it was just like I wasn't even really paying attention towards the end because I was just like watching YouTube or like, listening to the podcast, just like going through these dungeons because you have to like build up your AP to level up everything. And then you got to get everyone's affection up for that fucking trophy. So I just it just wore me down. So um, I'm getting a one and a half. I just did not like it. All right. I, I guess I will have to add that as I've been playing it, like it's been a struggle for me because I'll be playing it and then, uh, like, I'll start falling asleep like ten <laughs> minutes into a dungeon. Yeah, you fall asleep because it's boring. Like, like, I'll, like I'll start falling asleep, and then I have to like stop, put on like a YouTube video or something, like something entertaining to keep me alert, so I can not pass the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. And, this is uh, definitely one of those games. It's a struggle. It's like you're testing yourself to beat the like. Just to even beat the game, I guess. But to yeah. on this game, like, mad respect to anybody that can get this platinum because it's fucking a struggle. <sighs> it sure is. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, well, at least we're over the hump. We're, like, we're through the worst part of the review. We're going to get to things that are decent now, finally. I mean, if anybody's listening to this and you've played this game, please come and comment in the Discord. I'd like to talk to you. <laughs> Because I don't know if there's anybody else. I like it's a very small amount of people have played this game. I can guarantee that. It's like I've I went and like looked at people's opinions on it, and then like apparently this got really high uh, reviews from um, fuck. What are they called? Like the actual professionals or whatever the fuck. Like they have a name. Uh, but like people that do reviews professionally, they like gave this like sevens out of tens, eight out of tens, nine out of tens, and I'm like, okay. How much did they pay you for that for this review? Yeah, how much did you actually play? Yeah, like and then because like I reviewed, uh, would read comments from people that actually played the game, like that aren't like professional reviewers, and then people are like, oh man, I'm interested in getting this game. I like the Buckaroo profile. What do you think? And people are like, it's garbage. Don't buy this. <laughs> yeah. Don't play this game. Like it's fifteen dollars right now on Amazon, but that's fifteen dollars too much. Don't buy it. And it's like, goddamn. Oh, I don't, I don't know. But uh, I guess uh, we'll do another musical break. Uh, this one is To Live, and I do believe it is the final boss name.
All right. Uh, so that was two live. Um, a lot more fast-paced than the uh, theme song, which is, I guess, uh, this. So this, I guess, we'll get to it a little bit later. But the soundtrack has a lot of like slow songs and then a lot of like upbeat shit, uh, which is really weird to me because I don't remember hearing a lot of the slow stuff like in the game. But uh, right now, we'll talk about visuals. Um, <laughs> it's uh, well, okay. The characters, okay, to me, the characters looked like they were marionettes without strings, like that's how they're like walked and like moved, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that, but you just didn't see the strings that they were that's how they looked, and um, the I mean, the graphic, like, I guess they weren't bad, it's just they weren't great either. Uh, it suffered from the lack of variety. Like, you'd see, like, the first time I walked through the forest, I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. This is, like, really otherworldly. I kind of like where they're going with this. Like, their crystals are growing in the trees forests. and things. Like, this is pretty neat. <laughs> and then you see the same dungeon 20 times. Yeah. It's like, fuck, okay. I've seen it once. I've seen it enough. Uh, like, there's, like, like I said earlier, there's, like, there's four or five dungeon types. And it's like, fuck, dude. And they reuse the same assets in every one. It's like they didn't, they didn't even bother like flipping anything on a fucking one eighty degree, like on the y axis, so it would look backwards and look a little bit different. They just kept it the same. Like it's like okay, whatever. Um, like I don't, I'm not really a fan of most of the character design either. Like uh, Canada looks like an like an idiot. Like I like when I got rejected Canada, I was like, this dude looks so much better. Why didn't they use this fucking design? What yeah. the hell? Because, uh, like, normal Kanada, like, his, like, he's got, like, a come over kind of thing, like, in his fucking He's kind of drawing, right? What's that? He's kind of, like, feminine Kanata. Uh, Kind of. Like, I don't think that's, like, a bad thing, but, like, the way his hair looks, like, it bothers me. It's, like, chunks of, like, fucking, like, a claw-looking thing on his head, and it doesn't look good. And everything, like, everybody's, like, outfits are, like, a neon light of a different color, like, his... The... Uh, fuck. Is this, like, blue? I can't remember. Or is it white? I don't know. I think it's white or something. I don't know, but it's, like, it's like a strip of everybody's clothes that are, like, bright neon colored. And I'm like, what's the point of this? Yeah. Well, the other thing that's annoying about the the um, costumes is that you can buy costumes, but they're just palette swaps. I'm like, what the fuck? You can't even, like, give me, a, like, a hat or something to put on them? Like, something different? But it's, nope, just color swaps. That's it. Oh, they're all, like, $3 each, too, or something like that. Yeah, I did one for like Kanata and Mitsuhide just because I was like, I'm fucking bored looking at the same shit for 40 hours. I'll just give him a new color. Okay. <laughs> so I spent like $600 on this fucking game. God damn, dude. Idiot. Well, at least you didn't buy it full price on release, like me, so you did yeah, all right there. Well, I'm a fucking dumbass, too, because I bought the fucking physical when it was like, I think it was like 15 bucks on Amazon, 20 bucks. Cause like it was still full price on fucking PlayStation Network. I'm like, how are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And then it went like the day I got it, it went down to like twenty bucks on PlayStation Network. I was like, you fucking motherfuckers. Oh, they had a sale. That's some shit. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and then I bought it on on sale because I didn't I didn't want to have to fucking listen to that disc spin around in there. Okay. Well, shit. You bought more copies of this game than most people have. Damn. Yeah, but digitally and physically. I'm sure that physical one will go up in price one day when everyone destroys it, like 
uh, what was it E.T.? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say about visuals. Like, I well, kind of mentioned it did. before, the monster designs are all pretty much the same. Well, yeah, it's kind of boring. I mean, they had uh, some uh, anime parts in there that were pretty good, pretty well done, I thought. Like, the beginning and the end. Oh, yeah, there's, like, a, I don't know, the cutscene near the end, too, where uh, Zenobia's forces, it's, she's like, oh, it's time to attack the tower or whatever. It's like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there wasn't enough of that. There was, like, enough of anything just distinct like you sometimes you go to a, a new dungeon and you get a new enemy and it's like okay cool can't we see how that gets palette swapped later <laughs> yeah. like like you fight like five different types of dragons but they all have the same like animation uh wireframe and like they just added shit on them like you get like a normal dragon and then you fight a dragon that's got like some armor on it and then like at the end of the game like the dragon's like huge and it's got like full body armor and weird shapes and i'm like okay but it's still the same dragon i can kill it with the grim reaper in one turn like, i'm not really this is neat that's yep. cool yep um i guess i'll say about the graphics like they're like a chibi but not chibi design like they and like they're really like anime inspired but not good looking i guess <laughs> like it looks like cheapo uh like 3d sort of like it's all smooth it's like nothing's janky looking on it but like uh you said like movement is kind of like a marionette yeah there's like weird um, like drawn out movements like someone's pulling string on them you know like it's, yeah what what is this it's odd to look at you kind of get used to it but uh like i wouldn't call it like beautiful or wonderful to look at or enjoyable it's just kind of like it's definitely distinct though because I, ha I haven't seen anything like that before yeah but it wasn't bad you need used to it it's just yeah it's, it's like it, it's smooth than what it does like it's its own thing so it was unique for sure but yeah it wasn't great it wasn't like cool or anything it's just different yeah like there was no point where i was looking at something and i was like oh man this is wicked awesome like, yeah. I really appreciate the design of this character or creature or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like, even fighting the uh, the super secret boss of uh, Yamatoga in the final uh, dungeon, I was like, oh, he's just like a, a fucking pallet swap of uh, when you fight that defense girl. This yep. is okay. <laughs> well, it's not like a, just a pallet swap. I mean, he does look different, but it's <clears throat> the same attack points. Oh, yeah, he's got a sword. He's got a sword, and he's got the, the spinny swords in the background. And he does different attacks, yeah. But it's, like, it's the same thing. Like, I would have, I would have, like, I would have liked to have him join the party. I thought that he was going to be in the party at the end game. Like, he'd be one of the bonus characters. Like, oh, you get a fucking, you get to have Yamatoji in your party. How cool is that? Like, why, why didn't they do that? I don't get it. Feels like a missed opportunity. Yeah. Because, like, in the the chains of eternity or immortality or whatever uh end game uh video like you see his character design like in the last couple uh frames or whatever like last 10 seconds of the video and he talks to you and he's like yeah i've cursed you all to immortality ha 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 like isn't human living painful and shit 
when you see him and I'm like, oh, he looks pretty cool. I would like to have him in the party as a character to use or something. Yeah, but they like, they definitely wasted the assets. Like, you reused every fucking asset but Yamatoga. Like, you use him for, like, ten seconds. Yeah. Cool. Oh, well. Uh, I'm just gonna say I'll score it right now and I'll give visuals a three. I'll give it two and a half. So, uh, arguably the best part of the game, uh, music slash voice acting. Um, the composer is uh, Matoi Sakuraba, who is my personal favorite composer. Um, I think he did a good job with this soundtrack. It's not my favorite composition from him. Uh, I read somewhere on the internet, like, somebody's like, a couple people have said that this is the best soundtrack he's ever composed, but I guess they haven't listened to his full uh, discography, I guess. For like, I don't know if that's the right term, but uh, it's good, mostly. And it definitely sounds a lot like a, a mix of like Valkyrie Profile and Star Ocean, but nothing, nothing that feels like super inspired. It kind of feels like they gave him a paycheck and like, hey, can you just like make some music for this game real quick? And he's like, yeah, sure. Uh, as for the voice acting, I think most of it was done well. Like, I didn't have a problem with anybody's voices. Yeah, Yamatoga um, and Kanata were both decent. I mean, Yamatoga is probably the best, I thought, but... Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, so that at least, at least when you had the voice acting, you had something, like, entertaining. Like, I would at least pay attention whenever they started talking. <laughs> Like, all right, here we go. Let's, all right, the good part. Here we go. And two lines and done. All right, cool. Yeah. So. But yeah, each uh, voice actor uh, was unique and different. It wasn't, I don't think they used the same one, like, or reused the same ones. So that was, so they're all unique in that. And uh, yeah, the music was, they had some good ones, but. You know, when you're playing the dungeon over and over and over again, so you really only hear the, the few of the songs. So that's that's well, it doesn't help that like there's no unique songs because like for each so for each dungeon type it has one song, and the, it's like you go to five dungeons with the same dungeon type, so it's like oh I'm in a new dungeon, but it's the same dungeon you just were in pretty much. It's just yeah. a little bit different layout. It's like fuck man. Yeah. Oh man, I got like <laughs> kind of going back to gameplay a little bit. I hated when like you saw where the like the first time you're in a dungeon, like please be a short dungeon, please, and it's like four lines up, and you're like fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> you're like fuck me. This is gonna be a fucking two hour dungeon. I'm gonna oh. be here for a while. Oh god. Oh god. Why does that little star guy all be in the bottom left corner, and I'm in the top right corner? And there's one. There's one where it's like there's only one way through it. You know, like there's like. Ups, like you can't jump over certain like mounds and you have to go down a certain mound and you go up this one and there's only one legit way out of it and that one was the bitch there's a couple times I got faked out like where I'd be going through and like you get like one um, like one I guess uh, room away from that room that you're supposed to be in but it's like <laughs> psych there's actually a warp portal here and you get warped to another fucking part of the map yeah. Like, are you a motherfucker? Or, like, you uh, you go into one of the rooms, and it's like, you're like, not, like when, when you first start, 
into the stage and you're like, okay, how how much of a bitch is this gonna be? And you're like, okay, warp two. You see like W two on the on the map, and you're like, okay, warp two. Okay, good. And then one of them like you go to like the first screen, and it's like warp eight. You're like, fuck my life. <laughs> right? Like shit. How many like, fucking warps? Eight here? fucking warps to to get to that warp. <laughs> You have to go. You're gonna have to go through all of them. Don't don't kid yourself. Oh, maybe I can skip that one. No, no, you have to go through all fucking eight of them. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, uh, and you're like, oh, please God, please let me be able to get to the boss and hundred percent this. And of course, fucking not. Ninety nine percent. Ninety nine. Ninety nine point five. Oh, anyways. Back to music. So, uh, oh yeah, I just want to say something about voice acting real quick. So, like, I pr- I'm looking them up on IMDb, and like, they actually got professional voice actors in this. Like, the guy that voices Albert Wesker in Resident Evil is Yamatoga. And uh, I don't know if you like watch anime very much and stuff, but like, the guy that does uh, Kanata is Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan. So, like, these people, like, like Matthew Mercer is Mitsuhide. Yeah, what's he? He's in a lot he sounds of familiar. Uh, he's in a lot of stuff. Uh, like, I guess... Fuck, like, somebody who's actually a fan of his would, like, know right off the top of their head. But he's in a lot of video games. Um, like, he's in Fire Emblem, Fallout, uh, Overwatch. He's in Resident Evil 2. I guess most recently, uh, he did, like, the English voices for, uh, Majima in, um, Yakuza 7. Uh, he's in a lot of he's been a lot of shit. Yeah, I've heard his name. He does. I guess the most famous thing is he does the Critical Role, which is a Dungeons and Dragons uh, YouTube thing. Maybe it's podcast thing. I don't know. Uh, I don't really watch it, but he's like the DM for that, and everybody loves the way he does his DM stuff. Hmm. He's in Dragon Ball Super. Uh, possibly. Like he's been doing this shit. Like all the people on this list have been doing this for at least since the '80s or something like that. Yeah pretty impressive uh cast yeah you can tell like when they have someone that's professional and avoid and like i guess at this point in my life i can tell <laughs> like oh, yeah. they, they put like effort and it's like emotion into it instead of just like reading a line like they they probably like read the whole line and picture in their head and try to figure it out whereas that like you can tell someone that's just like my name is yamatoga hello everyone you know, like, it's not, like, pause like that. It's, like, actually a sentence. Yeah, it's an actual, like, they're talking like a person. Yeah. <laughs> so they definitely 100% killed it on that part. Yeah, like, the voice acting definitely is really good. So it's like, did they fucking blow their load on the voice acting? Like, they couldn't have done that because that's the last thing they did. So it's almost like they polished well, yeah. a turd at that point. It's like, really? You're going to put all this money into voice acting when this game sucks? Well... Oh, I mean, it was already made in Japan or whatever. So the whoever had the budget for the localization or something like, well, might as well use. Like, I, I can't really do anything else for the rest of the game. Might as well, like, do what we can with what we can, and all we can really have control of is the voice actors. So, make sure we get some good ones. So, anything else you want to add? Uh... I mean, not really. Like, I feel weird, like, rating music and voice acting, like, in the same category, because I feel like the music in this game was, like, a 3, but the voice acting was, like, a 4.5. So, I guess I'll average that down to, like, a, a 4. 
I guess, I mean, yeah, I think you just got to go overall because I don't think we can add another category. So Yeah, this, this works all right. It just, I feel like we got to talk about it separately. Like, yeah, music is a thing and voice acting is a thing. And I think before just kind of like talking about music, but sometimes there's some very, really good voice acting that like affects you or changes the game. Like if they didn't have it, if they didn't have voice acting in this game, oh my God, this thing would be, maybe that's what they did, but maybe that's what they thought. It's like, we at least have to get some good voice acting or this thing is fucking fucked. (laughs) Yeah. At least give them something to like cling on to, which is what, so yeah, I'm going to give it a four. Yeah, I mean, I'll give them props for that because, like, pretty much everything was voice acted. I don't remember a line in the game that wasn't voice acted. Yeah. So that's cool. Like, that's rarely something that happens. So that's. Oh, I also liked when you change classes. Uh, the characters also had voice lines for all the abilities, which was something I didn't expect. But I think that's another thing that bothered me about the gameplay. Like, uh, each character just took that. Like, there's there's a generic like animation for each class, so oh, it was yeah. really weird. Like, Having a male character be like a wind mage or whatever, <laughs> or storm mage, because they'd like hold the little ball and like be very feminine, like rub their legs together and shit. I'm like, this is not natural looking. Yeah, like when Kata's the the Grim Reaper, he looks so weird. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that looks so weird. I have to look at this the rest of the game now. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why I said uh, Kanata looks feminine because that because he's Grim Reaper towards the end. Could be, could be, because he definitely looks like in his Spencer class, he's got more masculine mannerisms. So, yeah. Oh well. Uh, so third music break. Do you want to tell everybody what you picked? Uh, I picked Ruler of Valiant. Um, Nick, you thought was the best song of the game. I just, I like that very, like the opening, whatever that, whatever that instrument is they're they're doing there. That's pretty cool. So. I think it's like the boss battle, the, the main boss battle. So that's why I picked it. So here's Ruler of Valiant. <laughs>
so that was Rule of Valiant, and definitely is the best song in the game. That's for sure. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess we're, like, we just got over the music section, but it's like a lot of it felt like not interesting enough to be listened to like 50 fucking times. It's like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, if you only had to listen to a couple times, it, I mean, it's good music. It's not bad. It's just over and over. Like they needed a change. Yeah. They needed a different song for each each stage, even though it looked the same, but they didn't. So, well, even that, like, even make you go to a different stage between each, uh, like mission instead of like playing the same like four stage four times in a row, and then going to yeah. like the lava stage at four times in a row, and then going to like the floating island stage four times in a row. It's like fuck, like have some variety at least like if you can you can rearrange the levels you only have like four different level types but you can not do them back to back like what the hell would you do that for <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh another forest stage okay here we go hopefully it's not a long um, one oh it is it's the longest one possible great <laughs> with eight warps <laughs> oh shit all right well that leads us into overall experience so uh, for Brent, he would say that this is expectations for reality. Uh, personally, it's my, uh, I guess, feeling coming away from the experience, uh, like how I felt about it. Uh, how would you describe it for yourself, Kevin? Um, it's a combination of everything. It's just how I felt. Uh, this is just how I feel the game affected me. Um, maybe it's not expectations versus reality. I mean, it's part of it, but... It's just overall, I walked away from this feeling like good or good or bad. So, okay. Uh, I kind of let us off on everything else. So, do you want to lead us off on this one? Yeah. Um, fuck this game. <laughs> uh, it, so, if I would just to rate it, my probably is in my bottom five, just because of how boring it is, and there's nothing. It just gives you so it's no variety and so fucking dull, and maybe that's worse than having a bad buggy game. There's just like there's just nothing. So I would say Quest sixty four is my bottom game, like the worst fucking thing there is to me. Um, I would say this is right above it. <laughs> Damn! Like I fucking harsh. Like it. And it's maybe it, and part of it's self-inflicted. I'll admit to it. Like maybe it's not as bad because uh, I had the planet, so it made it worse for me. I mean, maybe if I just ran through this, it wouldn't have been so bad. But <clears throat> I'd rather play Dragon Quarter before, uh, again. I'd rather play what's the other SNES one I hated? Brainlord. Brainlord. I'd rather play Brainlord again than this. Uh, okay. Because it's so fucking boring. Like at least Brainlord, I guess Brainlord. Maybe it's tied with Brainlord because Brainlord's fucking broken, and you like fall through platforms and shit. That fucking pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> like I fucking jumped on the fucking platform. <laughs> yeah, I hate, I hate that. But <laughs> oh, shit, good times, man. Like you just reminded me of all the fucking games that I've like said for us to play and like y'all just fucking hate them so mad so bad I mean there's gotta be some good like, ones you picked you picked a good one before haven't you I, I the last well, like was... I'm trying to pick games that aren't 
like universally like known like i felt like picking this one is like something i wanted to play for a while and like nobody's really played it so no. then we played it and I'm it's fine. like unfortunately it's fucking garbage i'm fine do it like i'm fine doing like unique games and stuff like every once in a while like i don't care that's bad uh, i'm not mad about it it's just it's bad <laughs> and you somehow i mean you picked the last of us too which the game isn't bad the story is just garbage to me well, like I wouldn't say like I picked it. It was more like uh, everybody's doing it. We're both we're all gonna be playing it anyway. Might as well talk That's about true. it. I guess you didn't. What was the last game you picked before this one? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, Let's see. Thirteen Sentinels. Did you pick Thirteen Sentinels? No, I think you picked that one because you wanted to do it. Oh, I don't remember that part. Uh, like, cause I remember, uh, Travis said he got it or something and he's like, yeah, I want to play it. And I said, oh, I got it too. I'll play it too. And then I think he said he got it and he wanted to play it. Like, I think we've been generally having a consensus about most of them yeah. lately. Well, we did Final uh, Fantasy because, you know, that was Brent's favorite game. That's why we started yeah. all Then did we do Cosmic Star? Cause we all played it. We're like, yeah, we all played it. Let's just do that one. Uh, well, so Cosmic Star was that was supposed to be the last game Brent and I were doing. Oh, okay. and then he passed. So I was like, "Fuck!" I played this game for nothing, pretty much. And then uh, you and Travis said you'd play it, talk about it, because Travis said he had played it a long time ago, and he liked it. So I was like, "All right, we can do a show about that." And I think you're just like, "All right, we'll do that." Uh, then Last of Us Two came out. Uh, I think Travis, one of y'all picked fucking Xenoblade, and I was like, "God damn!" That wasn't Never me again. No, that wasn't me. That was fucking. I think Travis. it was Travis. Uh, and then we we happened to be playing Crystal Chronicles when it came out, so we did something about that. Well, the, the, the uh, Crystal Chronicles thing pissed me off too because it's like I fucking started like like I wanted to play a Final Fantasy I never played before, and I fucking there's like a trophy you get within the first like twenty minutes of it. Oh yeah. And then that's like the only trophy you get for fucking 20 hours. Yeah, and I was like, oh my... And there's like nine t trophies in that fucking game, but that game took me a month to fucking 100%. Yeah. I was like, oh no. I'm like, hey, you playing this? All right, well, at least I want to talk about it, <laughs> you know, for... Like, make it worth my while and make it a, like a game we can talk about on uh, RPG show, so... Yeah, that's true. That's um, why we did that one. I mean, I can say I, I chose 13 Sentinels, and like I'm fine with that. I really I really love the game, so that's yeah, fine. Yeah, 13 Sentinels uh, is good. You and Travis talked about Cold Steel 4. And then I think, I'm pretty sure Travis picked Cthulhu Saves Christmas because he wanted a Christmas game, or somebody wanted a Christmas game, and I was like, okay. I think that was... Yeah, that was my pick. That was your pick? Okay. No, I don't know. I don't remember anymore. Like, I'm blaming Travis for that one because I was like, oh, I guess we'll play that, sure. Because he keeps, he keeps talking about those devs. He loves those devs. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing on that, though. Like, Cosmic Star Heroine's great. This is like, that was like a cash grab. That was like, not yeah. even, like, they, it's, it's so like, they even talk, like, they, they mention it so many times in the game, it's obvious. Yeah. So that kind of got annoying. It's like, don't say it so much. That, like, yeah, you can wink at it here or there, but they like literally say it like throughout the whole game. Oh, for sure. Um, and then you and Blaine did Cyberpunk, and then we all did, or me and you did Finding Paradise and Bird Story. Um, and then, so I guess I picked this like back. I picked this like back in January, so we just kind of been waiting on this. <laughs> yep. 
And then you're doing uh, uh, we're gonna do Lost Odyssey next because that's your pick. And then Travis wants to do uh, the last story, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, but I guess let's 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 bring this back in. Let's get back to uh, overall experience for this game. <laughs> um, you were talking about it. Uh, like, do you do you have a rating for it? Or oh, okay. So yeah. Um... Yeah, like I was putting it in my bottom, bottom five, probably bottom three, so I'm gonna give it a one. <laughs> okay. Like I tried, like I really tried to enjoy it, but I couldn't. Like there, like there was no good times like when I was playing this. Besides, like the first maybe hour or two, like okay, this is different, and that was it. So. Okay. Uh, I'm not quite as skating as that. Like I, like I said, I kind of enjoyed playing it uh, at the beginning. The middle really drags, and then it kind of picked up a little bit for me at the end again. When the, it's mainly when the story was happening. When there was like there were story beats happening, and I was getting a little story, I was like, okay, uh, great. Because for me, the story is the vehicle that carries me through most games. And if there's a decent enough story for me to follow, I can really bear a lot of not enjoyable gameplay. Um, so, uh, if I had, if I were to stop now or stop after getting those trophies or the endings or whatever, I would give it a three, but because I'm getting a platinum and I'm going to be just doing nothing but grinding for 20 hours plus, uh, like it loses points for that because like it's, it's a fault of the game, but also not a fault of the game because like it's optional. Yeah. Uh, but it's still like part of the experience because uh, I try to get what's well, your personal... I try to get all the trophies. It's your personal uh, uh, opinion on it, so that's why it's over. Like it's whatever your reality is. Yeah. So I'm giving it a two point five for that. Like it's not it's not the worst game I've played. Like would I play it again in the future? Uh, maybe not. Like if I had nothing else to play, like I could see myself playing it again. Like I probably wouldn't enjoy playing it again. But there's way more games that I would, I would say I would never touch that again. Like uh, Monster Seed, like see, Arcanum. I never like, played. Uh, I never played any of those, so I can't. I probably would probably say that too. If I like, if you're saying it, then I definitely would say it. But uh... yeah, uh, and like Quest sixty four. Like I played it when I was a kid, and like I. Like, I didn't play it for the show because I was moving. And I was like, thank fucking God. <laughs> I don't think I can fucking suffer through that shit. Like, I asked every, like, I don't know if he asked everyone, but I was like, I don't, he, he knew I would say yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, shit. But, I, I mean, I hadn't played, like, when I did Quest 64, I hadn't played it since I was a kid either. I didn't realize how, like, you know, when you're a kid, it's different experience and then you're an adult and you find like you know everything that's going like, and we at at that point in my life i'd played a lot of video games you know i've i've had a lot of experience so like that was garbage it was like walking through like you're a video game character playing through like cardboard boxes was what it feel, felt like okay it was like fucking uh tunnel like hallways of cardboard garbage and then the story was garbage and the, the battle, uh, yeah, like it was, it was so hard to get through. I, I think I beat it in a weekend. Like that's a good thing about it. It's, it's still pretty short if you wanted to beat it. But oh, nice, that's not too bad. Maybe I put like fifteen hours into it. I don't know, maybe twenty. But 
Oh, I mean, too I bad. fucking definitely used a guide to make sure I didn't fuck up, but yeah, it was it was so miserable. Oh my gosh, and then that's what this reminded me of because it was so monotonous. But at least this had like better voice acting, music, all that stuff. Because like the music in Quest sixty four is so annoying too. Oh, so it sounds like uh, nothing's good about that game. <laughs> That's why it's at the bottom. I cannot think of anything good about like that. Should have been all. If I if I went to re- regrade that thing now, I probably was like a little nicer back then, because uh, I was just happy to be on the show. <laughs> okay. But if I was thinking thinking about it now, I probably just give it all ones. <laughs> Damn. I, mean, I guess it's rightly deserved. It's just not fun. There's no redeeming qualities at all in that thing. Oh well, uh, it's over and it's done with. So we're almost done with this uh, this episode too. So we can finally be free. Um, the last section is replayability slash extra content. Um, this one's kind of weird for me because like they have like a they intend you to play the game four times, um, but like it doesn't really add much to the experience. There is some uh, end game content and like uh, or post game content uh, in a bonus dungeon. Uh, with, which is fucking okay. long. It and it, but I will say, it was fucking hilarious meeting those rejected characters. Yes, like for me, that made that made going through the dungeon like worth it a little bit the first time. And then you can you could you can activate a, a warp portal shortcut, uh, and you just kind of skip through that shit in like two minutes every time afterwards. Yeah. Uh, but like just seeing like having the rejected uh Kanata have this fucking awful like greeting annoying voice. Uh, and then just them acting like assholes. It was just fucking hilarious. Uh, and just the whole like fourth wall thing of like Yamatoka being like, just remember this is bonus content. <laughs> like it doesn't really matter what's going on. And then like when they bring in Kagato and like you fight him and then they, they talk about how they're rejected characters and the real characters are like Kanata's party. And he, uh, uh, Kagato's like, Oh, you know what? I think I should actually be on that side and just walks over there. I was like, this is fucking great. This is hilarious. I wish the game was more like this because that would have been really good. Yeah. So at, by that point, though, I was so like over it. it. You're right. That part is good. But at that point, I was so over it. I just want to be done. Yeah. This is like, I'm it, so close to being done. I just want to be done. Yeah. It was a, a, little, a, a little too little, too late yeah. uh, to save. Uh, the game, like if they had taken that, you're right. That part was pretty fun and funny. It's just it's unfortunate because somebody somewhere at that company like has, I don't want to say like they have talent, but they like have something there. And like if they had just been like, hey, that's if somebody was like, hey, let's take this and actually make the game more like this, like it would have been great. Like it would have been more improved. Or I mean, like I don't know. I guess like kind of like we said, just even them having more content of like more story content in the game in general would have been better than pacing. what they gave us some kind of pacing or changing it up where it keeps it fresh it didn't keep it fresh it just kind of like stagnated yeah like the, it's like a, a uh like one of those uh kids jumping uh castle things like it's they started it was inflated and then they let it deflate and like you're trying to jump on it but you can't because there's nothing there's no air in it yeah and then, like at the end, they're like, "Oh shit, we let this deflate. Uh, let's pump it up a little bit." But it's like it doesn't matter now. Yeah. 
it's too late. We're we're beyond that point. Let's just fucking get off the fucking castle, I'm done. jumpy castle, and leave. Yep. Oh well. Uh. So I mean, uh, fuck. We're playability, extra content. Uh. Like you get one bonus dungeon. That you have to go through three times. Uh. Or I guess four times. Four times, yeah. And then they have. But really, it's only one time. One long fucking time. Yeah. Um, and then, like, they unlock the hardest difficulty for every dungeon. You have to go through them again. Ooh. Yeah, but it's not hard because you fucking just. <laughs> like, even though, by the time you get to the hardest dungeon, like, you're still over leveled. Yeah. And you presumably have gone to the dungeons before, so you just make a beeline to the boss. So it really doesn't add much. So, uh. And, like, and the fact that the game has such shitty pacing that you don't want to replay it in the first place, uh, I will give replayability a two. Because, I mean, it, it exists, but it's not very palatable for me. So how about you? Uh, because it exists, I'll give it a 1.5, but it's not great. It sucks. Okay. You got a 0.5 for me. You're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna get a fucking one, but you're like, I was like, uh, okay, fine. You do have extra. There's new game plus. I think I didn't do it, but no. But that you could, you could keep doing like it again and again if you want. That's yeah, it's possible. Just don't. There is extra don't content. Don't over. Take the dark uh, god ending because then you lose all your fucking affection with everybody. Yeah. Well, you get point, no. You get a point five because of rejected Kanata. That's that's what it is. Okay. You saved your you saved your ass on Rejected Canada <laughs> and those fucking three, four little scenes, and that's it. Uh, but they confuse me though because I don't think you can develop affection with them. So I'm like, how are they supposed to get skills from anybody? They're like they're can't. the most worthless characters if they only get one class. Like, who would even spend time leveling them up? Like what the fuck? But. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, so, last musical break. Uh, normally, Travis would pick this, but he's not here. So, I just picked another song. Uh, this one's Ancient Monument. It is one of the dungeons. I can't tell you which one it is, but it just sounded the least irritating to me. So, it's probably one of the dungeons you don't go into very often.
Alrighty, so time to wrap it up. Um, I think I mentioned it before, we're doing Lost Odyssey next, and as far as I'm aware, like, Travis is done with it because he's, like, at home on quarantine, and he's been doing nothing but playing it. Uh, so I guess we should probably jump on it soon. Um, it's for the 360. The only way to play it is a physical copy on a 360. Oh, actually, I think you can buy it digitally, but it's, like, not on Game Pass or anything, so... Yeah, I have the Xbox One S, or Xbox S, whatever, whatever it is. The uh, digital version, so I bought it. Uh, that that's the good. Like I was saying before, the good thing about Xbox is that they don't ever take their games out, like off the the store. Really, like you can still like once they're digital, I think you can. They never take them off, or at least the hits. So like, all their Xbox only stuff is all on there. All the Halos and everything. So um, this is well, that's on pretty there. convenient. Yeah. So. I bought this on 360, and I went to my or not. I didn't buy Lost Odyssey. I bought like what some other game <clears throat> um, on my 360, and I booted up my account, and it was, hey, the game's you own. There it is. So that's. The I think one. they gave it away huh? uh, for free if you had an active account or something like that a couple years ago. I th- I I thought I lost it. And I somehow stumbled back into it when I was like getting into my Microsoft account. Oh, so, okay. So I think the reason I have no, I don't. I have like a Yahoo account that I've had forever, and then I have a, a Gmail account that I got like when I got my first smartphone because it would only like send an email to Gmail or something at that point because it was an Android. Oh, okay. I don't know, something weird like that. And for some reason, I signed up on my Xbox on my Gmail account, not my Yahoo account. And I I didn't remember that. So whenever I tried to get back into my um, original Xbox account, I couldn't figure out, like, I couldn't find, like, I couldn't find it because it was attached to my Gmail account. Damn. So now I have two accounts, but whatever. So one account has a bunch of games on it, and the other one has a bunch of other games? Yeah, but uh, because it's all on the same Xbox, like, basically it's like my family. Oh, yeah, you just downloaded one. Yeah. I can play them all on the same Xbox, so. That's cool. I'm just going to switch back to my original because I have some, uh, I think I play Witcher 2 on that. I have some trophies and stuff on that from there. All right. But, uh. Yeah, we're playing Lost Odyssey next. Uh, and then and you've never you've never played it before, right? I've never played it before. That's that's why I picked it because everyone talks so highly about it. And Travis is fucking beaten off about this game. I swear, like every yeah. time he's like he's like I'm on disc two, I'm on disc three. He's like just fucking going crazy on this thing. Yeah, and I think he's beat it before. He's he posted a screenshot of like his end game save. So yeah watch I guess he's really enjoying it more he's gonna play the whole game to completion and not make it to the the podcast <laughs> it's gonna be fucked up <laughs> oh well like uh i think i played it uh, i got to like the second disc when uh, i was when it came out around when it came out uh, i don't remember why i stopped playing it uh but i do remember i had fun playing it so it'd be good to get back into it cool um all right well i guess we'll wrap it up then um Unless you have anything else you want to add about anything? Nope. 
Okay. Uh, so, as everyone should know by now, we do have a Discord. We really haven't had any fresh blood in there in a while. It'd be really great if somebody else could come in and chat up with everybody. Um, the yeah, please, link is going to... Please, if you play this game, please come talk to us about it. Because I just want to hear your opinion. If you played yeah. it, if you got, like, uh, just, you know, an hour into it because you hated it so much. I just want to hear some other opinions because I don't, I don't think there's many people that can talk about this game. I mean, maybe we approached it wrong and we played the game wrong and you played it in a way that was amazing and it was wonderful and is the best game you ever played. Like, come let us know. It'd be yeah. interesting to see that perspective. You'd be wrong, but it'd be nice to know that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you uh, either are fucking crazy or you've this is the only game you ever played. <laughs> That's yeah. If you like this game. Uh, shit. Um, you can also email us at rpgshow.podcast at gmail.com. Oh, do, we, um, do we have any mail? Did you check that? Uh, I don't know. I could take a check right now. That'd be funny if we had some, Maybe some spam. Some email. Uh, nope. Nothing from anybody. Cool. I mean, I'm not like surprised or anything, but. No, no. That'd be fun. I'm just like, it's fun when there is like one thing in there. I think yeah. some people comment on Twitter. Have you checked the Twitter? Not to do social stuff. Because uh, I'm lazy like that. Right-handed all this shit. I'm not. I have a Twitter account, but I don't tweet anything. But like when I post it, I post like it automatically posts to Twitter. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll look it up and I'll try to be more prepared for this next episode, I guess. Finding Paradise. Uh, nope. Nothing. Like when Brent or when uh, Blaine and I did Joystick, some people commented on that. We had a retweet. Nope. No comments. Nothing. Nope. Oh, well. Maybe we'll get something in the future. <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, shit. We also have a Amazon, an Amazon affiliate link. You can uh, click in the show description as well, I believe. Uh, Jeff Bezos makes billions of dollars. He doesn't give any money to his workers. So might as well just give it to us instead. Yeah, they have to pee and, cu- pee and poop in cups and bags. Yeah, good times. Poor bastards. <laughs> uh, you can also check our friends out, Blaine and James, on the Is It Worth It podcast. Um, if we ever do another episode of the RPG Roundtable, you could check that out too. Um, I do believe uh, there's been a resurgence, kind of, with uh, Kevin and Blaine doing episodes of uh, Video Games, the movie. So you should check that out as well. Yeah, I liked uh, me and him like doing those because it's like we could watch a movie and just it's like a thirty minute, forty five minute podcast where we just talk about video game movies. So uh, I think the next one we're doing is Tekken. Um, I think it came out in 2010. It's probably some garbage movie that was like made by no-name actors, so it should be terrible. Awesome. Well, have you all done Street Fighter yet? Uh, I think he did Street Fighter before I started doing them. Damn, um, that's the only one I really know that's fucking good. <laughs> I think he's so trashed much good. I think he trashed it. Well, no, it's like it's a terrible fucking movie. But uh, what's his name? Raul Gulia, whatever his name is. He's dead. Uh, like that was like his best performance. He was so fucking hammy. <laughs> and John so claude good. Van Damme is playing an American. That's cool. I know. 
<laughs> fucking it's fucking crazy uh shit but uh we just did actually we just did sonic and um sonic the hedgehog was actually uh and i wouldn't say enjoyable if i was like eight i would have liked it but it wasn't bad okay it's like one of those one it's like very basic premise movies where you know it's it's a kid movie so nothing really interesting happens yeah it's just not, enough to keep the kids entertained it's not like sonic has a deep mythos either it's just like he's a hedgehog that runs fast figure something out with the story on yeah <laughs> <laughs> look they did it though they did okay with the all right but yeah, well, just, shit, man. I'll check it out then. I like uh, I like doing those because they're just short and fun and gets me watching movies. I like and I want to watch some bad uh, video game movies. I don't think the, I don't think we've done Final Fantasy, so we might do that. Uh, what the Advent Children one? Yeah, I think they're re, they're re, re, yeah. I don't think they've done Advent Children, so we're probably we're probably uh, that might be my next pick. I think uh, I don't remember. Uh, uh, Brent and I did an episode on all the Final Fantasy movies. We watched the Spirits Within, we watched Advent Children, and we watched the animated one about some crystals or some shit. I'm pretty sure we talked about it once. Yeah, probably. But it's been been many years ago now. Yeah. Fuck. We're getting old. Definitely. So is this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming up on like five years or something like that, I think. Well, it's past that. We're currently in. Oh, yeah. All right, well, then, let's wrap it up. So, as always, thanks for listening, everybody, and until next time, bye. Bye, everyone.